Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 108 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 2, Episode 48, Storybook Rangers Part 1. It aired on May 1st, 1995, was written by Douglas Sloan and Cheryl Saban, and directed by John Wheel. Wheel? I said Wheel. I'm saying Wheel. We're going to keep, keep the tradition of us saying names in different ways. Okay, so... Storybook Ranger. I remember this one. I remember a little bit about it. I remember that there is a former monster gets the old paint job. <laughs> then yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm not very excited. I don't. Th <laughs> I think I might be confusing this with an episode of Scrubs, but we'll see. That's a very big gap <laughs> to make. Uh, if you're new here, what we do is we. Pause the recording. We go watch an episode of Power Rangers. When we come back and we talk about it, you can follow along if you got Netflix or if you got the DVDs. I suggest you do so for, I don't know, there's got to be some reason to do that, right? <laughs> so you get all the jokes. Yeah. All right, we're going to go watch the episode now because it's Morphin' Time! And we just watched Storybook Rangers. Storybook Rangers. That was called part one. Part one. And uh, the one thing I remembered about it was correct. I did not remember anything else that happened in this episode. So I remembered Kimberly like being a princess in a castle or whatever. Is that Scrubs? That's from I think the episode My Musical. Not my musical. Uh, my there's definitely one where they're season, all in, in a, season maybe seven. Maybe it's my fairy tale. I think it's called my fairy tale. Uh, yeah, because there's like the person's got like the, the ring around her eye, and yeah. like the whole place turns into yeah. It's that's the only good episode in season seven. <laughs> season seven is just a, such a sad, sad season because they're like, well, we're getting canceled, but we don't even get to finish the season. And then ABC was like, hey, no, don't get canceled. We'll take you. <laughs> They had a real good season for season eight. We're not talking about Scrubs. No, I just got this up mixed up with an episode of Scrubs. That's fine. That's all. It's not that. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. If uh, if you go there, you can see some cool gifts, gifts of mostly gifts <laughs> of commercials and and toys that come across my dash uh, from old Power Rangers stuff. Also, um, monster stuff, cool things like that. Anything Power Rangers related that comes across there. That's there. Also, the main thing, episode posts, which have links and a visual guide to what Kimberly is wearing. And today, guys, spoiler alert, this is peak Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other things, I'm sure, are on that website. If you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes if you want to leave us a rating and review. That would be killer. Preach. The Power Rangers Hall of Fame is letting villains in now. Okay. So I think every Saturday they're going to do one hero and one villain from the way I read it. Uh-huh. Uh, Zed is in. It looks like by default, because we got like the little plaque of Lord Zed, and then they were like, you can vote for villains now. <laughs> 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 kind of putting the cart before the horse there, Power Ranger <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, so there's that. I don't know who's on the list. I haven't looked. Like, who, what, the list of villains? I don't know if it's just big bads or if, like, 
Putty Patroller is on there. Oh, man, number six <laughs> is number one in my heart. Definitely. So who, for the Ranger side, got in? I don't remember. Tune in Friday and find <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, building suspense. <laughs> uh, also, another kind of big Power Rangers-esque related thing happened a couple days ago. You want to tell them? You want to tell them about it? Right, Chroma Squad yeah. finally released after being on Kickstarter a year and eight months ago. Hey, man, video games a take time. a long time. But they did. A, they emailed Kickstarter backers like a list of what changed yeah. from the original Kickstarter to now, and they they used the time. They've been doing work? Yeah. Yeah, you played it a little bit. I'm through season two now. Through season two? I you played you, a lot yesterday. You were in season one yesterday <laughs> when you left. <laughs> I just went home and played it for like two more hours. It's a lot of fun. Sweet. Check it out. If you have any ideas in your head about your own Power Rangers that you want to make, get this game and do it. I'm going to have to get it then. It's $15 on Steam. That's not bad. That's really not bad. No. I have a lot of ideas about Power <laughs> Rangers. So, yeah. Like you don't you don't get to script anything or whatever, but you can name the squad. You can name what morphing is called. Can you name you monsters? Can, you can't name monsters. Come on, guys. Chroma Squad 2. Chroma Squad Turbo. Well, they're still working on a bunch of updates and stuff for this one, too. Right. So. Neat. But it's a lot of fun. I'm glad. Uh, And there's a casual mode, which is basically just you can't die. It's real fun. So you can just play and have fun. (laughs) Because I'm not good at tactical RPGs. What a novel concept. (laughs) Having fun while playing video games. We're definitely going to do this for our Let's Play channel eventually. Yeah. So So keep your ears out for that. Probably not next. No, it'll be a little while. But the game we're planning on doing after Link to the Past should be a quick one anyway. Neat. So nothing else really happened, Power Rangers-wise. Um, oh, something did happen. I don't have the details, so you're also going to have to wait for that for Friday. So Friday is shaping up to be a good show. Right. You guys definitely going to have to come back for that. Uh, still listen to today's, though. Let's talk about the episode. Yeah, it's been like 45 minutes since we started recording. We start off at a book fair. You guys remember book... Do they still do book fairs? I imagine yes. they must still do book fairs. They do. If you're not familiar with the concept of concept of a book fair essentially there's a bunch of books you buy them they're all by scholastic at least at least <laughs> in new england scholastic right. had the market cornered on book fairs because they're like the only ones that does kids book kids kids books as far as i can tell yeah there's like little golden books but those are like little little, little like books. babies yeah, yeah. so they might also still be scholastic i don't remember <laughs> who knows so they're at this book fair and this is not like a, any book fair that i've been to because it's it's not super organized it looks it's also more like, like a, a, a used book yeah it's like sale. you bring in your books and then there's also new books and then the profits go to the library which is neat it's a little shoehorny the way they got that message in there but that's that's what power rangers does <laughs> my book fairs are always like in the library there are like tables set up and it's like you can buy books or erasers or yeah. Pencils and stuff. This is just like kind of a swap meet. This looks like a flea market that they're no one really planned. They're like at least split by implied genre. Okay. Because there's sense. signs for like science, which is where Billy right. is and stuff. Obviously. Billy, by the way, looking at a copy of physics, quantum physics can be fun. He's like, oh, I've been looking for a copy of this everywhere. Oh, you shouldn't have had trouble finding it. Nobody else wants that book, Billy. <laughs> Um, Ish was talking about something just before then. I don't remember what it was, because he's Ish. Um, <laughs> there's a couple good 
uh, anti-ish. We're not anti-ish. Let's let's be clear. Okay, I don't want her to like die or anything. Right. But she just, maybe she's just not. She's the a power ranger. Yeah, she's the second worst character, and the only reason she's second worst is because your boy Tiki is. We are anti-Tiki. Yeah, yes, <laughs> uh, vehemently. Some nameless girl comes up and she's like, "Asia, the book on how to break into the fashion industry is over on that other table." And Asia's like, "Oh, finally!" And then like goes off with her. And then I want to point out <laughs> that Adam and Billy high five. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, got rid of her." So they, so she leaves. Presumably, how to break into the fashion industry is like, "Oh, how to get a career in the fashion industry," right? That makes sense. Yeah, Aisha. Spoilers for Turbo ends up being a DJ. <laughs> Aisha stays in Africa oh, and she's... swaps with Tanya. I forgot Tanya's a DJ. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait for Tanya. I love Tanya. It's Tanya... Ashley that breaks into the fashion industry. So, well, with her sweet, <laughs> with her sweet jackets. God, I cannot wait for the jacket. <laughs> Here's what the title of that of our episode that's going to be called. The jacket episode. <laughs> Cannot wait. Um, cut over to Tommy and Kimberly, and I think Rocky. I think he's also over there. Again, eh. yeah, they're all three of them are hanging out. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of separated. It's it's a little weird, but I understand why it needs to happen for later. But so right. Kimberly's like, "Oh man, fairy tales are great, aren't they?" And she's looking in a pile of fairy tale books, and Tommy's like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, like what you like. Yeah, and she, uh, what was Kimberly wearing? Part of the only, the only part you'll ever need. She's got a cut-off denim vest, a a pink shirt of some sort. It's definitely like some kind like of a, half top. Yeah, like yeah, again, like a. I don't want to say a belly shirt because I feel like that is not a thing. It's just what you call shirts that are shorter. Two um, top. I don't it think might it be. We don't see if there's straps true. or anything. Either way, and then she's got jean short shorts on, her white sneakers. Uh, it's great. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best. This is peak Kimberly. This and then uh, dress with boots. Jean dress with boots. Right. <laughs> those are the only two ways to my heart that I could tell <laughs> so far. Uh, Kim found a book called something Grumbly Elf. I think it's just called Grumbly Elf. I think so. Um, my phone uh, didn't autocorrect it, but my sausage fingers turned it into Grumbler, which is a, a Tumblr, but it's only grumpy posts. Uh, I should join that. You should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and he's like, oh, that's neat. I'll buy that for you. And she's like, oh, man, you're so sweet. And then we cut up to the moon and Squat and Babu. Rita says she has a plan and Squat's <laughs> like, good, we're not we can't think of anything We're ourselves. Dumb. And then, yeah, and then Babu's like, "Yeah, we can't think of anything." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, that's kind of funny," <laughs> but you're right. Why do they keep you around? <laughs> <laughs> Throw you in the garbage, just stick you behind that wall and brick it in or something. Uh, Rita says the line literally. Oh, Kimberly likes fairy tales, does she? <laughs> that's verbatim. That's from yep. the episode because that joke. Is based in truth. <laughs> Very much so. She goes, I'll make her a part of it, etc., etc. 
cut back down to the book fair, and uh, Rocky's like, guys, I found this book on meditation. It'll really help out with martial arts. And Tommy's like, cool, can I read that after you? This is he, like he, He's like, cool, can I read that after you? As he just snatches it out of his hands and starts reading <laughs> it in front of him. And Tiki's all like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Tommy's a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. Uh, Bulk and Skull are looking for a book for Skull's mom for her birthday. And he ends up finding a book, How to Make a Thanksgiving Feast. And Bulk's like, yeah, she can really use that. Because I've had your mom's cooking and it's terrible. And Skull is like, yeah, hey. Like, as Bulk's walking away. <laughs> Just shoots him some shade yeah. for a second. And then Bulk walks up and he's like, oh man, this book right here. How to, It's How to Make Monsters by H.P. Toth. The H.P. coming from Howard Phillips Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Toth being the... Egyptian god of knowledge. I think that's Toss. If I'm wrong, it'll be in the show notes either way. Toss might also be something you call a dumb person, but that's probably either not way. It. This fake name has some thought put into it, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah, there's like this actually might be some research <laughs> done on this. That's astonishing. So then, um, he's like, "Oh, we can use this book. We can make monsters. That'll get the Power Rangers to come to try to destroy the monster." We'll catch the Power Rangers and find out who they are. Solid plan. I suppose. I mean. It's a plan. I'll give them that. <laughs> it's better than I'll be a dragon, you be a princess, and we'll run around yelling. Like, this right. kind of has some merit to it. Cut up to Rita, who zaps the Grumble book, because Kimberly and Tommy and Rocky are going to Also, go. Goldar yelled at Rita. I was like, you can't have a plan without Lord Zed because you're married or whatever. Or that Rita's like, well, go wake him up then. You know how grumpy Zeddy Poo gets. Right, yeah. <laughs> you wake him up from a nap. He will be a fuss budget. And so then, then Goldar just like huffs away defeated. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> then Rita zaps the book. Kimberly, Tommy, and Rocky are on their way to meet everybody at the juice bar. And they're going to hang out or whatever. So they're on the way back. Kimberly's got a big old Grumble the Elf book. Gets, it gets zapped out of her hands and, like, flies into a trash can. She's like, oh, I'm so happy you bought this for me, Tommy. I love it. And immediately it just flies into the trash. <laughs> Tommy's like, well, why are you throwing it away then? She's like, I didn't mean to. It just jumped out of my hands. And then they get sucked into the book when they go try to get it. And they land in the book, Grumble the Elf. We got to go back. We got to go back. For a minute. We have when to go back. It, when Kim and Tommy are looking at fairy tale books. Because Kim's all like, oh, I always dreamed that a guy on a white horse would come and save me. I forgot about that. And then Tommy's like, what about a white tiger? Yeah! <laughs> and she's like, well, that'll do. <laughs> and, like, pecks him on the cheek. No, she it, pecks him on the cheek after he buys the book. Yes. Yeah. So sweet. So they're still under the influence yeah. of Zordon's right. love spell. <laughs> they're still doped up on Zordon's love spell that he transferred via magic roses. I like that. Because it's like, oh, they're teenagers. Look at them being all cutesy. Um, I don't like it because Tommy's like, I'm a Power Ranger. <laughs> Isn't that hot? The White Ranger. He's, there's like a thousand people. Yep. And he's like, oh, what about a white tiger? Either some someone overhearing them either would go, oh, this dude's a Power Ranger. <laughs> or, oh, Kimberly has a crush on a Power Ranger and her boyfriend is being snotty about that. Or Tommy's really into magic. Right. <laughs> and he wants to be just like Siegfried and Roy. Right. Who have white tigers. Spoilers. That does not end well either. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that 
flash, flash forwarding, flash forwarding back, back to, to the, where we were. Yeah, back to the future. They land in the book. It is the jankiest school play set you ever did see. It's on a green screen, but like some of it's not. Like, the floor is painted to look like a terrible forest, <laughs> and, like, there's some accoutrements, some set decoration, but mostly it looks like a school play, which on the one hand is neat, because, like, oh, it's a children's book. Uh, on the other hand, it's like, oh, they only had $25 to make this set. Right. <laughs> they had to go quick. So they try to call Zordon. Can't reach Zordon, because they're trapped in a book. They're cut off from... The communicators and possibly the Morphin Grey. Kimberly prob- says we are cut off. The only time they can't communicate is when they're over the mountains. Yep. Or they are not connected to the Morphin Grid because something has gone wrong. Right. Like if they're in Golar's Dark Dimension or right. somewhere else like that. So keep this in your pocket. They are cut off. Kimberly so even this- says we are cut off. Yes. She says those words. Yes. Is this storybook land a real place? That they were teleported to, or did they, like, make they being Zed slash Rita, Rita in this case, did they make a dimension to put them in that's based on the storybook? Well, I'm inclined to believe they're just inside the book. Okay. They were zapped into the book, and I feel like there's some weird metaphysical quantum physical business. It's like, oh, now you're part of the story, because fiction is... Pliable, I guess they're like, <laughs> like the me- in the meta. Let's back up a little, like okay. like take a little wider view. In the meta, they're already fictional characters. They can be put into other fictional stories, right? So like, I'm willing to believe on that level <laughs> that that's what's happening. Okay, I don't know if there's like a because like Zed and Rita have like nine million extra pocket dimensions just kind of hanging around to use whenever every monster, if they try hard enough, can create a pocket dimension. <laughs> so it's like. It could go either way. I think they're just in the book. I don't think they're okay. they're getting super complicated with it. I'm looking into it. it too hard. I think That's maybe. That's probably what's happening. Uh, okay. A little bit later, we'll talk about a theory that I have about them being in the story, and we'll we'll get there. So then, uh, cut up to Rita, who's like, oh man, now that they're cut off, I will go kill those other terrible rangers. You are 66% correct. <laughs> you could probably kill Ishan and Billy. Probably. But, but then you're leaving a very mad Adam. Right. <laughs> Who, when he is just calm, cool, and collected, murders anything he touches. Yeah. Like, he killed, like, a hundred putties in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Very recently. And that's not the first time he's done that. No. He regularly is a destroyer <laughs> of worlds. What do you think he's going to do if you kill two of his friends? You don't want to be there. He's going to literally destroy your world. Yeah. He will go to all of your pocket dimensions. <laughs> one by one. And you from the inside He out. will... Teleport to the moon and rip it in half himself. <laughs> you don't want to be there. Maybe not rip it, but he will kick it in half yes, for sure. Yes, he will kick the... Because he knows exactly where to kick it to make the entire yes, moon explode. He is Karnak from the Inhumans. <laughs> Link in the show notes if you don't know who that is. I know you don't. A, I sure it's don't. It's a comic book character. <laughs> I, I guess this much. His power is that he can detect weaknesses in people or in like structural things or in anything. He just can... Detect any weakness. Um, it's pretty neat. He's one of my favorite right. humans' characters. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, Adam probably has that ability, but only like, what can I kick that would do the most damage at this one time? <laughs> Very specific version of that power. Cut back to storybook. They're like, oh, Kim's like, oh god, I know where we are. We're in the Grumble the Elf book, and then Grumble the Elf 
is summoned in because I guess he just like teleports in, yeah. right? Teleports in. He's got a wagon, a really janky wagon, full of kid. By full of, I mean it has like three or four toys for kids. There's like a sailboat, maybe a ball, I'm and a teddy sure bear. A ball. I thought it was a bowling ball. But and that doesn't make any sense. Grumble the elf is a repainted tickle sneezer. It's your repainted boy, Mister Tickle Sneezer. He's also recostumed. Yeah, though. he's got a Santa costume on. He's got a beard and a, a new hat. He's got some weird like fangs sticking out of the top of his upper lip. Did I notice that? <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yep. Either way, I like, I like what they did, because Mister Tickle Sneezer is the most elf-looking dude. He's like a gnome. He was came from right. a troll doll, right, in the show, and like, you gotta save some money. Got some blue paint. You got a Mr. Tickle Sneezer. <laughs> you make it work, right? Got some foam. You can make a new costume. The character is one million percent different. He's like super angry. He's like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> He's constantly just grumbling under his just, Yeah, just being a grump. Kimberly explains. She's like, I know. Why he's so or he's like, Whoa, what Tommy's like, what's wrong with him? And she's like, Oh, an evil magician put a spell on him that made him a grump, and he can't get happy again until he delivers these toys to the orphanage. And uh, this this right here, I said it a couple times this episode. This is peak Kimberly for me. There are two different Kimberleys in this episode. <laughs> There's this Kimberly who is like, I'm in a storybook that I'm super familiar with. I'm outgoing and fun, and I don't really care. And then there's the, the one from earlier, and it kind of pops in and out that I don't like, which is unnecessarily helpless, Kim. Right. I wish I had a, a prince that would come on a white horse and save me. Dude, you have a firebird that you can save yourself on. You don't need Tommy. You don't need anybody. No. And then, like, compare that, Kim, to the Kim who's like, you're just grumpy because of a wizard. Stop it. You need to take us to the end of this book. Like She's like, I've read this story, like, a hundred times. Like, a hundred times. Like, she's, like, super into it. I like that Kim a lot better. I wish they could have maybe been consistent Consistency is a lot to ask for on this show, I know, but uh, just you know, just in this one place, maybe. <laughs> it's not the whole episode, because sometimes there's entire episodes where she's like, uh, I'm so helpless. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, just, no, done. Skip this. <laughs> Stop doing this. You are a superhero. Get it together. Um, cut to the juice bar. Adam has a book of poetry, which is sweet. That's a very Adam thing to have. Uh, he's just reading it. Billy's reading his quantum physics can be fun. And then uh, Ish comes in and she's like, oh, hey, guys, what are you reading? Uh, and then it cuts over to Zed, who co- like comes up and he's like, oh, Rita did this to the Rangers, huh? And goes like, yeah, I told her not to, but she didn't. Are you proud of me, master? <laughs> and he's like, shut up, what? And then he's like, okay, this is a good start. What I'll do is I will ruin the story so that the Power Rangers can't leave. It can't right. end the story. Because apparently Rita cast a spell that put them in the book but lets them get out when they get to the end. I I like that rule. It's because uh, it, it – I feel like it – So Rita's magic is like bound to these asinine rules. Yeah. And Zed's isn't. Right. So Zed's like, I'm going to screw it up. I'm yeah, going to trap like, him in there forever. Whatever. I'll wreck this story. I like that Rita's powers are kind of boundless. It's like the more powerful the spell, there has to be like a drawback or a way to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, that's achievable. And then Zed just comes in, sideswipes. He's like, I'm going to shoot some putties into that book. They're going <laughs> to steal those toys. He says, like, oh, I'll wreck the stories so and no, they can't get out. And goes like, I don't understand. 
<laughs> Goldar's like, I'm going to send putty. Or Zed's like, I'm going to send putties. And there's still the toys. Powers can't get out because the story went. He's like, oh, I understand that. <laughs> you are so dumb, Goldar. <laughs> you are so dumb. I like dumb. how he's just... He blindly follows Lord Zed, but he's also to the point where he knows Zed hates him, but won't do anything about won't it. Won't get rid of him, yeah. So he's not afraid to just say anything anymore. Right. He's just steering into that skit, I guess. Which I, I do enjoy, too. So we cut down to the park, and these two lads come up, and they're like, oh, who would throw away this perfectly good book? These- I want to point out at this point that this book is huge. It's enormous. Uh, though... It's a lot thicker than I think it should be because I have a book that's about that size, but it's a lot thinner. It's my favorite uh, kid's book. It's called Jack and the Green by Alan Atkinson. It's his first book that he wrote and drew. He he drew books before then, which I need to track some down, but he never um, – or illustrated. I guess he didn't draw. He's an illustrator. Um, He's a drawer. <laughs> No, that sounds that's, – that's <laughs> plebeian. I don't like that. But he uh, – then he passed away right after this first book. So, oh. Uh, but it's my favorite story. My mom got me one for Christmas two years ago. I used to rent it like once every two weeks from the library at school. And then when I went to middle school, uh, there was like a drought. And then like two years later, my little brother went into kindergarten and I would make him get it out so I could read it like <laughs> once a month. Um, yeah, nice. it's, it's really good. Track it down if you can. I don't know how easy they are to find because I don't <laughs> think it was a super popular book, but it is my favorite. Well, the the Grumble the Book Elf, the Grumble the Elf book. <laughs> Let's go back and live in the before time. Grumble the book elf. <laughs> he's a he's an elf in a book. He's Grumble a, the Book Elf. He is a book elf. His name you know is what? Grumble. Leave that in. We're gonna go with it. <laughs> um, that book is like homemade. Yeah. It's like it's a prop that they made for this episode. Yeah. So like there's no real binding. Like you can see the pages through the end of the book. Yeah. It's really weird. It's also like got that super pillowy cover. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's done on purpose. I think they're like, oh, we just have these sheets of fabric. <laughs> Let's make a book cover out of it. Also, we'll we'll get there in a minute, but like inside of the book also looks a little weird. So then um, these two good citizens walk up, two lads, uh, I'm going to call them Chad and, <laughs> and Chet and Chet, Chad and Chet. Cause these look, I feel like they're going to be like, books are lame. They belong in the trash. Ah, and then walk away. But they're like, Oh, who would throw away this perfectly good book? And they pick it up and they're like, let's go give it back to Mrs. Appleby. Maybe someone in the book fair will buy it. So like these kids don't exist in real life. Uh, maybe they do. I mean, the Power Rangers do, so why not these kids? Right, yeah. So that, so they... Everybody in Angel Grove is just really well-mannered. Yeah, they take it, they walk away, and as soon as they walk away, putties jump in, and they're like, oh, and they go to grab the book, but it's gone, <laughs> thanks to Chet and Chad. And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> they had just real bad timing, just like one second before then, and it would have been would have been better. Cut back into the book. Uh, Kim and Tommy and Rocky are trying to get Grumble to help them to the end of the story. And Grumble's like, I don't need to help you. God, you're so annoying, all of you. And Kim's like, dude, this is just, we're just going to follow you to the end of the book. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. And then, um, cut back outside the book. Putties are tracking Chet and Chad and leap into the book while they're holding it. I was taking a note, so I didn't really they, see. Yeah, they're like up on the hill, like... <laughs> puttying at each other or right. gobbling or whatever they do. I can't do the noise, so I'm not going to try. Gobbling. I like that, that. That should be what that's called. <laughs> uh, and then they just, like, 
they kind of all jump forward a little bit and they just turn into like white energy and zap into the book. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know if Zed like just put them in. Uh, maybe he or if they have the power to just zap I into I things. I think maybe this the book has been cursed so that it can drop things in. And There's if that, you want, and Zed does specifically talk about this group of putties as a special group of putties. Yeah, later. so maybe they're covered in a spell that will let them jump into this book. Um, that makes sense. I'll take that. They jump into the book, and then they're just goofing around in there. Like, they get in, and they don't even... They're like, oh, whatever. We're just going to do some barrel rolls and somersaults and, like, <laughs> uh, just, like, jump around and hide from the Power Rangers, not do anything. And we got him to Zed, and he's like, what are those stupid idiots doing? I'm going to zap them with lightning so they get in line. And then he literally blasts just, them with, <laughs> with, I guess, a bolt of evil. I think he made it out to sound like, I'm going to evil those putties up. Right. More... He, to me, it sounded like I'm gonna zap him in the butt so that they know I'm not messing around. Right. So like they stop goofing off because I'm mad. Yeah. So they get zapped and they immediately fall into line. He zaps and... inside the book from the. Yeah. Moon. You'd think he'd be able just to zap the putties directly in there. They wouldn't have to go Why through. Why doesn't he zap the unmorphed Power Rangers and kill them? Oh, zap them with a missile? Zap them with <laughs> a nuclear bomb that would be contained within the world of this book? Yeah, so he kills the world within a book. Doesn't mean you can't read the story. No one will even know. Well, what you'd happened. read it, and it would be like, and then a new kit, and you'd be like, "What?" Does the story rewrite? I don't know. I have a theory that we'll get to because Miss Appleby minutes. read the book when Jack yeah. and Chad gave it to her. Yes, and did not be like, "Hey, I know those kids." <laughs> I've got a theory about that. We'll get there in a second. So the putties all snap in the line. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna get these toys," and then Tommy, Kim, and Rocky like form up, and they're about to fight them. And then the putty, they're like, oh, they're going to get the poise, the poise. They're going to get the toys, so we can't get to the end of the book. And then while they're talking, the putties grab the toys and disappear. <laughs> they just yep. take them and leave. Why not attack <laughs> the putties? They got this big old Z on their chest. They're not hard to dispense. Adam would have taken care of this. <laughs> it would have leaped over Grumble and just yeah. hit all, was there five of them? There was at least three. I think there were five or six, yeah. It would have, like, punched two, kicked two, and headbutted one, right. knocked them all out at one one go. Grumble says my favorite line of the episode, which is, I just met you, and I dislike you more than anyone I've ever met before in my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> this toy's got stolen, so now he can never be happy. Right. They, I like that he's so grumpy all the time, but, like, underneath all that, still just wants He to wants be happy to go again. back to being happy. I like yeah, I like that. So then cut up to Rita and Zed. Rita tickles Zed for having such a good plan. And that's just weird. It's just a weird moment <laughs> between good job. them. On his barren his muscly no flesh. Yeah, it's just like his abs. It was just ab <laughs> muscles. So then we cut to Bulk and Skull. Bulk needs nine volts for their monster, which right now is like a uh a dryer tube, a dryer vent tube with, like, a light in it that can move by itself somehow. I don't know why he needs 9 volts, but, like... The thing's already moving. It's moving. Maybe he's like, I can only move the arm. I need, like, 100 more 9 volts. Is that the arm or the eye? Maybe it's the eye. I don't know. Stay tuned. So then, uh, cut to the juice bar, and Ish is like, I know Tommy is always late for everything forever. But Kim and Rocky usually aren't, so, like, I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> I like that him being always late is a plot point. I like that they brought it back up. Yep. Uh, the tracks. Yeah, that's neat. More of this. Cut back to the book. Kim is sitting down on a rock. She's bumming. She's like, great, everything's ruined. This is the worst. 
I don't remember what happens after that in there. Maybe Tommy's like, no, we got to go find Grumbly Elf. We'll make this right. We'll we'll fix this. Yeah, that's basically what okay. happens. Then we cut to Miss Appleby, who the kids, Chet and Chad, give her the book. She's like, oh, I used to love this book when I was a kid, and opens it up, and she's looking at it. The pictures are like two by two square inches. It's very small. A huge book, very tiny pictures. Also, I, I think... The Power Rangers got zapped in later. Later the in book. the story? Because okay. Kim's like, oh, uh, a magician made him evil, or made him, an evil magician made him grumpy. We don't see that. I'm assuming there's not several volumes right, of Grumble at, the Elf we're story. We're at least like a third of the way in. Yeah, so we're in, at the point where he's Grumble the Elf, who used to be a nice guy, is now all grumbly. And so Miss Alvey's opened up the first page, because if you notice when they... Got zapped into it. Book was open in the middle. Right. You know, around the middle. So I think that if she would have flipped forward a couple pages, she'd be like, oh, there are my students in this book. I don't remember this from before. <laughs> what are those putties? Oh, no. <laughs> this is a very weird class project that yeah. probably Bulk and Skull did because these monsters are threatening my students. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ish comes up and says, hey, Miss Alby, have you seen Kim or Tommy? And Adam goes... Iraqi, because <laughs> they know they they're, they're in on it. Uh, she shuts the book before she can flip any farther. She's like, "No, I haven't seen them." And I'm like, "All right, let's try to get them on the communicators." They can't. So like, "All right, let's go tell Zordon." They teleport away. Cut back to Skull. Bulk's like, "I'm gonna." Before Bulk's like, "I have to go get nine volts. Do whatever's in the book, but without the nine volt stuff because I have to go get those." So he leaves. Skull can't find the book. He's about. He's in like Frankenstein gear, and like he's about to. He's like full mad science right now. He's like, uh, oh no, the book. What do I do? I gotta find the book. His his um his gear is just his jean jacket on backwards. Yes, I love that. Not jean, leather, leather jacket. Yeah, on backwards. That is amazing. <laughs> that is uh that is wonderful. What is not wonderful is the forty five minute montage. <laughs> Of Skull trying to find his book. They This episode clocks in at like 19 and a half minutes, yeah. according to Netflix. And so much happens, I don't know why it was so hard for them to make time. Why they had to stretch this scene yeah. out for so long. Also, he's in his dad's garage. Right. We see the stairs while he's running around. And all the stuff he's throwing around is falling down the stairs that he is at the bottom of. Maybe he ran up the stairs. He runs up and down them a couple times. Yeah, so maybe he ran up and threw them down. Is this like a two-tier garage? Maybe that's... Because I was under the impression that it was just like... Separate from the house? Because there were stairs in it, though. Skull's parent, his mom, like yells at them in an episode down the stairs. Yeah. So either it's like off... Maybe the house is above the garage. Maybe his dad's a mechanic. Oh, maybe. And so like the house is above It's a really cluttered garage. garage to fix cars in. Yeah, He's not a good mechanic. <laughs> they, that tracks. Uh, after 45 minutes, he finally finds the book, the turkey book, not the book about monsters, both on top of each other, which they separately had. Like Bulk had one, Skull had the other. They put them in the same place right next well, to a box of 50 packs Bulk, of 9 volts. Bulk gives Skull the monster book and says, follow these directions. So Skull has it in his hand. And he puts it on the bottom shelf of this workbench under his turkey book. I don't. I don't think he gave it to him when Bulk. I don't think Bulk he gave does. it to him when he left. I think he just said follow whatever's in that book. Maybe he did. I'm pretty I don't sure remember. he hands it to him. Either way, 
the there's a box of nine volts right there, like fifty nine volts. So like, <laughs> that's the joke, right? Right. Because um, they are prominently displayed, and it's even open, so you know that there's nine volts in there. It's not an empty box of nine volts. <laughs> Uh, cut to the command center. Billy is finishing up telling Zordon. He's like, and that's why we can't find him, or, or, or we can't find him. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I know you couldn't find him. I didn't look because I don't care about these children. <laughs> right, because they go to the command center and they're like, oh man, they're missing. And Zordon immediately is like, yeah, they're on a spell. <laughs> I bet. I mean, I know. I know they're under a spell. <laughs> I watched them get put in a book. But I'm not going to tell you where that book is or what is happening to them. Someone run a scan. And so uh, Billy's like, all right, I'm going to scan for their communicators and the morphine grade waves that they give off. Zordon's like, good idea. Good idea. And he goes, all right, hurry up. Try to find him. And he just like looks back at her and is like, He looks at Ish and then up at Zordon like, really? (laughs) Back off, lady. I'm a scientist. (laughs) Uh, Then we cut to the book. The others have made it far enough in the book that they are in a snow place uh, when they're like, oh, God, it's so cold. So cold, bro. So cold. Kim is probably freezing to death. Yeah, she has like Tommy is doing nothing to keep her warm. No, she has most. She's mostly exposed skin right now. Like her feet. She's at least fifty percent exposed. Yeah, she's got some shorts on and a crop top. That's what I was looking for earlier. That's the word. Crop top. They're like, she's like, oh god, I know where we are, and you guys are not gonna like it. And then jumps in a monster. It's Primator wearing a Phil Spector wig <laughs> <laughs> with a Fu Manchu. Uh, and he's like, why are you here? Because his whole gimmick is that he hates uninvited guests. And so they're like, oh, no. Uh, that's not good. Come back to the command center. They're like, all right, we have a visual on him, but we don't know where the book is. So they're going to die while we watch, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Cut back to the book. They try to morph, but they can't. And Rocky's like, I think our morphers are too cold to morph. A. Pull that thing out of your pocket. <laughs> they are visibly frozen. Yes. I don't think that would limit them from working. Right. But whatever. B, it's been established that they're cut off. Yeah. In those words, just go, oh, we can't get through either way. We're cut off. Like, as a, as a knee jerk, like, oh, God, we got to morph. I understand them trying it. Yeah. And then go, oh, right. We're cut off because we're in a book. Right. We're in a make-believe world that would we're in made... a world that really doesn't exist yeah. so obviously we can't morph unless we wish it so hard right. it's just sunshine and dreams <laughs> and then we get there yeah it, like you've already established a rule and then made a whole new thing that's dumb <laughs> to accomplish what the same rule would have accomplished i don't know why they did it but i guess this is what we get uh, cut up to Zed, who is happy. He's like, oh, the Rangers are going to die in there. Party. Then we'll kill the other ones, I guess. <laughs> cut down to Skull's garage. And Bolt comes in. He's like, all right, what'd you, how far did you get? And he's like, oh, super far. Basically done. Just need those nine volts. And he's like, all right. He's like, I followed the book exactly. And he's like, Skull, this is your mom's cookbook. Please tell me you did not use your mom's cookbook. And then, and then I think he goes... Not even you can be that dumb. Well, yeah, because Skull says back to him, because Bulk said, please tell me you did not use your mom's cookbook. So Skull says verbatim, you did not use your mom's cookbook. (laughs) (laughs) And then Bulk's like, good, not even you are that dim-witted or something. Right. But he was. But he was. He's in the background just being really scared of Bulk. After he finds (laughs) the book, he's like, all right, step one, wrap the legs in tinfoil so they don't burn. 
<laughs> it kind of makes sense for right. like, that he's fireproof on his legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see what this monster is. Cause Me we, too. We cut up to Zed, and he's like, oh, those two dummies are making a monster. We'll just use that one. It'll be great. And Rita's like, yeah, it's so easy. It's already done for us. <laughs> they don't do it this episode, so we'll have to... We'll see next episode yeah. what happens. But I... I do you think you remember it? I think I might. I have an idea, but I think I'm making it up entirely. I also kind of think that, so maybe it's a real <laughs> thing if we're thinking the same thing. Okay, so cut back down. Uh, Phil Spector Primator is tossing rocks at Tommy Tiki and Kimberly, and he's they're just like, oh, God, what are we going to do? And they're like, I don't know. What can we do? Cut to the command center. Billy confirms that the, mo- the morphers are frozen. He's like, they're in hypothermic decline or something and they're like what's that like oh they're too cold to work (laughs) because there's no trini there to translate anymore so billy has to translate for himself right thankfully he learned that skill (laughs) yeah or else there would be some hard times then okay the before this moment they're like oh god what are we gonna do i don't know episode could end Cut the command center. They're like, they're going to die in there if we can't figure out a way to help them. Episode could end. Still doesn't. Then we cut back into it, and Phil Spector Primator makes a blizzard, and they're like, oh, God, what's happening? It's a blizzard. It's and, an avalanche. And then it, Tommy says it's an, like, avalanche. Oh, it's an avalanche. And then the episode it ends. ends. on this terrible freeze frame. It's just blurry and white, and like you could see a little bit of flesh tone in it. Yeah. It's just a gross way to end yeah it's 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 not a good thing to end on but <laughs> like, like i get like the impending doom of an avalanche right. so everything's really white but like maybe end it a little sooner when we could still see everybody yeah we could see them in terror uh final thoughts on the episode i was gonna ask if the book rewrites itself as i they, think as it does go. So when they teleport out is the book rewritten or does it go I back i don't know i'm wondering if they're gonna if they're going to resolve that at all next episode. I don't think so. We'll find out, though. Yeah. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would be spectacular. We will see you Friday for the thrilling conclusion of Storybook Power Rangers. But until then, may, may the, the power protect, protect you. you. All right, we're doing it. We've only done this 107 times. Took a week off, man. That's what happens.